are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Guys, he was a technology executive in HR, but used those salaries to build up a nice personal nest egg to make sure he could pay off his mortgages, pay off all his car loans, pay off everything so he could take the risk and launch the company, which he did in 2019 called umwealth.ai. It helps HR managers make sure their employees are happy so they retain them. He's got 16 customers today. Those are companies that pay for 16,000 seats on his platform. That yields $10,000 per month in revenue or 120 grand of ARR. He's kept the company lean, eight people, or sorry, six people full time out of India paid himself very little, about to close a $200,000 pre-seed round at a $3 million post-money valuation. We'll see what happens next. Hey, folks. My guest today is Vishal Chopra. He's a seasoned professional with two decades in HR leadership, coaching, and mentoring. A former HR head turned teacherpreneur, he pioneered umwelt.ai to empower CEOs and CHROs in shaping a future-ready, people-first culture using AI. His expertise drives employee engagement and retention through tech-driven insights, transforming workplaces for lasting success. So, Shaw, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. All right. So give me a customer story today. Who's using Umwelt for employee engagement and people analytics? Uh, So these are large enterprises, uh, basically from different industries, uh, normally service industries. Uh, which are highly, I would say, employee intellectual dependent, right? Uh, so basically, these are the companies which would have uh, large intellectual property uh, in terms of employees' uh, knowledge base. And uh, they are largely dependent on the employee actually to serve their customers. Let's, uh, let's, let's use a specific example just so my audience can really understand what you do. You have Puma listed sure. on your website as a customer. How does Puma okay. use you? Yeah, so so uh, they use us uh, for having the interaction with the employees throughout the journey and understanding their behaviors, behaviors, needs, experiences within the company. And we also, so we use behave, behavioral science behind it to understand the psychology of the employees and their experiences within the company. Uh, proactively generate the alerts uh, to the CEOs and HR leaders to understand that uh, what is missing in the organization, what employees are looking for, and how I, they can actually retain and engage their employees proactively. Okay, let's. You didn't use the word Puma in any of those sentences. So let's talk specifically, yeah. Ken, about Puma. So, so for example, does Puma's uh, does Puma's onboarding and recruitment team use you as an applicant tracking system? So, uh, so this is this is experience analytics, right? Which means that uh, similar to employee experience feedback, uh, the customer experience feedback, right? What uh, we do is that right through onboarding till post exit. We set up the journey of an employee within the company, right? And we decide that when, at what intervals, and what uh, uh, the points that matters to the employee's journeys, uh, we want to have an interaction with them. We Michelle, can you use, can you, I'm trying to get away from using buzzwords and give you the opportunity to actually tell us how a real customer uses you. So for example, sure. Puma, Puma, okay. does, Puma, uh, does, Puma does quarterly employee reports. The Puma HR so, managers so let me, use, let me, just, um, um, let me just give you an example so you understand sure. what I'm trying to get at. Right. Is Umwelt used to do, for example, the performance review every quarter at Puma so that we can make sure that the HR leaders are empowering the, the, you know, the team members to hit their bonuses, for example? Okay. 
so I will talk about Veramoda specifically right here. Again, the similar client retail. Uh, so we help them to actually uh, right at the point of the onboarding of the employee itself. They go through the induction process, right? Now, post-induction, uh, we uh, so our, our boss name is Nikki. Uh, so Nikki goes and interact with them uh, and understand their experience, how their experience has been throughout the induction process. So that would involve, uh, from the company's perspective, they want to deliver uh, uh, specific experiences to their employees. So we check back that if they actually have those experiences and what were the lags behind those experiences of an employee, could they contribute to them looking for uh, leaving the company as well? Right? I see. And we help generate these insights to the CEOs, HRIs, all the HR partners uh, to take those actions and rectify those problem areas, speak to the employees, uh, and keep them engaged and working with the company. Understood. What does the average customer pay you per month to use this kind of technology? Uh, so it is it is 0.5 to uh, $1 per employee per month. Okay. So what is the average size of a customer that's using you then in terms of number of employees? Uh, typically 2,000 employees to 10,000 employees. Okay, so so let's pick a midpoint there. Let's say seven thousand is the average team size at at point at fifty cents a seat. The average customer is paying you thirty five hundred dollars per month. Is that a fair average? Correct. Okay, interesting. Okay, give us the backstory here. When did you launch the business? Uh so we started working. I started working on Mobile in two thousand eighteen, and we launched on uh, in two thousand nineteen July. Right? Okay, how did you get your uh, first customer? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, it was bestseller, which is Veramoda only, Jack and Jones selected. These are all the brands belonging to the same group, right? So uh, it was it was a, it is a huge group with all these retail apparel brands. How did you land that customer though? That's a big group to get as your first customer. Usually, big enterprises don't don't work with startups. I come from the HR fraternity, so so I know a good number of CHROs, my ex colleagues, right? So I went with this idea to them. And uh, started exploring that what exactly they will look forward to have because I think communicating with the employees is the largest problem any organization has today. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you see right from Google's or Facebook's, everybody is facing that challenge that uh, how to interact with the employees and how to actually preempt that what exactly is their experience. Uh, listening to the voice of the employee is very important today. Understood. So, do, you, do you remember what the contract size was on that first customer? Uh, so it was. Uh, Around 20K annual. Okay, interesting. And and have you sensed increased or decreased prices generally? Increase. Yep, yep, yep. How did you make the decision that 20K was the right price to go out to the market with back in 2019? So I looked at my cost very specifically. So I didn't want to actually charge it. So, so mm-hmm. it was very specifically looking at my cost. Uh, as well as the market competition, I wanted to actually make it, uh, so the, um, keep it very, very lucrative, right? So so one of one of the things was only not, when, when we use the word AI, uh, typically what happens to the mind uh, is that the price is going to be 10x. But I wanted to keep it same as those annual feedback surveys were charging for one single communication with an employee on annual basis. We charge the same amount on automating the complete journey uh, of these interactions. So it could be 7, 8, 9, 10 conversations. We do not control the number of conversations you want to have with the employees. Understood. So that was your first customer. Fast forward to today, four or five years later, how many customers are you working with? So currently we have uh, uh, 
around 15,000 paid users. Uh, we do not uh, take number of customers uh, into consideration, but paid users. So it is 15,000 paid users what we have right now, uh, working with 16 brands right now. Okay, so if you say customers, it is 16 brands. One I just want to make sure we're using the same lingo consistently throughout the interview. When you say 15,000 paid users, let me rephrase that. You have 16 companies working with you that pay for 15,000 employee seats. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. So 16 times $3,500 per month on average, which you shared earlier, would put you about $56,000 a month in MRR today. Is that accurate? Uh, no. Uh, so we are at a monthly average of around 10,000. Okay. So you're at 10,000 in MRR today. So I guess... What isn't accurate? Is there is the ARPU less per customer, or do you have less customers? Uh, it is it is uh, uh, lesser ARP, uh, ARPU. Uh, okay. ARPU yeah, ten thousand yeah. dollars per month across sixteen companies would be six hundred twenty-five dollars per month per company on average. And $625 per month at a dollar per seat per employee would mean that each company is actually about 600 big, not an average of 2,000 to 10,000 employees like you shared earlier, correct? Yeah, so so few of, few of these companies form under the group. So we, we when we accumulate uh, the number of employees, we actually calculate at the, at the group level, not at the company level. Okay, got it. So MR is 10,000 per month today. Um, I mean, the obvious question is you started working on this in 2018, 2019. This is a very small amount of revenue, uh, Vishal, to be working on this for four or five years. Why haven't you just take this thing behind this shed, shot it, start over with a new idea? Uh, so I, I'm still with an idea, to be very frank. Uh, uh, so the kind of technology we were building and we wanted to keep it really cheap. So we invested a lot on building the technology itself. How much so have you invested should- so far? So we have uh, invested uh, around, so I'm, I'm just converting into USD, right? Uh, so it would be around uh, 200K. How much of that was your own money? That was That is all bootstrapped. So we are, we are currently bootstrapped. So that $200,000, where, where did that come from? That's just company revenue? Uh, it, is, it is all customer's money. So, so okay. we... we we invested, reinvested, reinvested the customer's money. So you didn't put any money in at the start and you haven't raised any external capital today? No. So we are raising our first PC round right now. Uh, that is, as we speak, the next week, we are closing off the transaction. Okay. Um, how much are you targeting in the round? So we are targeting 200K right now. Okay. At what valuation? At a valuation of uh, $3 million right now. How do you defend that valuation? Uh, you know, an investor is going to say you've been doing this for five years. You only have 10K of revenue. That's 120 grand a year. A 3 million revenue multiple will be a, over a are, 30X multiple in a compressed equity market. How do you defend that valuation? So we are looking at reaching $1, $1 million within the next one year. Why would so, anyone believe that though when it's taken you four years to hit 10K of MRR? We already have the pipeline in place. Well, yeah, but you probably felt good about your pipeline two years ago too. What, what proves or what do you point to to say, hey, investors, I can execute this pipeline and close it? We never had a pipeline earlier. We were never marketing. So we, it was all the uh, clients through the reference, uh, what we were getting, and we were building the product along with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Today, mm-hmm. we have reached to a level where exactly uh, we we have started going uh, to the market and actually started doing marketing six months back. Mm-hmm. That is why we have this pipeline now. Do you have a lead investor already with a signed LOI? So we already have, uh, yes, uh, an accelerator program. 
uh, and uh, that is with whom we are closing the transaction. Okay, but Vishal, do you have a signed letter of intent? Yes. Okay, so, and do you have the final closing docs on the round, whether it's a safe or convertible note? It is a safe. It's a safe. Okay, got it. And and I guess what gives you confidence that you're going to be able to close that next week? Uh, we we have already clear, completed the due diligence process, everything. Uh-huh. And, and it, is, it is the final signing of the agreement, which is pending for tomorrow. I see, so I see. With this $200,000 investment, what do you think it'll enable you to invest in? And what do you think you'll be able to drive company revenue to from that investment? So we have been all through, maybe I'm coming from old school. So we have been always profitable. So whatever we were actually getting from the client, that is what we were investing. And this whole investment goes to marketing. Mm-hmm. What's the team size today? How many full time? Six people. Six people. How are you profitable with six people you know, paying their salaries with my 10K of revenue? It is all product team. It is, it is all technology team. So we never had any marketing or sales guy. Well, that's fine. But six people, if you're profitable, that means you're more than paying their salaries with your revenue, which is 10K per month. And that means on average, they're making, what is that? $1,500 per month or, or, or about 20,000 yeah. per year salaries. Or this is this like really cheap labor somewhere? Or? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so it is so- all, 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 all in India. And, and uh, uh, so the biggest hit, who would have been uh, uh, the biggest hit would have been if I see my market value, right? So that is my investment, which has been going in. So you haven't the, paid, you haven't paid yourself. Very less only my kitchen expenses. You can say. Interesting. How do you, I mean, this is a bit of a personal question, but it's very important when you're launching a company, how, how low have you driven your personal living expenses so you can keep as much company, as much money in the company as possible? Uh, I will say I've been living, I, I've been still living well. Uh, I I never had, my lifestyle was, uh, I, I kept it while I was at a height of my career as well. I kept it very simple. I, I don't have any mortgages. I So before I made sure that when I actually opened this company, uh, launched this company, before that itself, I closed off all my mortgages. I had uh, no car loans, no house housing loans, nothing else. So I think that in itself uh, helped a lot because I kept my, those monthly expenses are actually my monthly expenses. Yep, that makes sense. Well, we're certainly rooting for you on that note. Let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I've been reading uh, one of the business books uh, right now, which is... Uh, we don't remember we can skip it. No worries. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I closely follow Steve Jobs. Uh, number, if I, I look back. number three, what's your favorite online tool for building on wealth? Uh, Figma uh, is, is what we use. Uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many? Hours of sleep. I, I take eight hours of sleep each day. Number, uh, and what's your situation? Married, single kids? Married with a single kid. That's great. How old are how old are you, Vishal? I am forty four. And La- uh, my daughter last, is seventy. That's great. Last question: Something you wish you knew when you were twenty? I think uh, I would have uh, spent more time in uh, technology tech then, right? Which I got to now since last five years. 
Guys, he was a technology executive in HR, but used those salaries to build up a nice personal nest egg to make sure he could pay off his mortgages, pay off all his car loans, pay off everything so he could take the risk and launch the company, which he did in 2019 called umwealth.ai. It helps HR managers make sure their employees are happy so they retain them. He's got 16 customers today. Those are companies that pay for 16,000 seats on his platform. That yields $10,000 per month in revenue or 120 grand of ARR. He's kept the company lean eight people, or sorry, six people full-time out of India paid himself very little about to close a $200,000 pre-seed round at a 3 million post money valuation. We'll see what happens next. Michelle, thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you very much, Nathan. Nice being to you.